What's going on? AJ here, and this episode of the SD Geek Podcast is brought to you by MUZMM.com. For 20% off your glorious backpack duffel bag hybrid, go to MUZMM.com slash discount slash SD Geek Pod. You can also use the discount code SD Geek Pod at checkout. We appreciate you supporting us in the show. And again, that's MUZMM.com slash discount slash SD Geek Pod. Now on with the show, you gorgeous bastard. Okay. Welcome to SC Geek, where AJ doesn't have the COVID, I hope, probably. He just, it's really cold lately, so sneezes happen. <laughs> By Perfectly cold in California, we mean fine. 67 degrees outside. <laughs> yes, yes, that is cold to us. We're spoiled bitches over here. <laughs> mm-hmm. I am your host this week. My name is Peter, and with me as always, it, well, not always, most of the time. I'd say a good 98% of the time is AJ right here, <laughs> but not John. quite 100 I'm not John, batting 100. <laughs> uh, John is hibernating right now from the cold. He's he's cuddled up in, in his cave. He already have he plugged up his butt. He's like a bear. Yes. He, he plugged up his butt. Except so he doesn't have to poo. Yes, but the only thing is bears use like moss and leaves and dirt stuff like that soil. He used the old gerbil again, of course. Yes. Obviously. Revenge of the gerbil. Mm-hmm. He's not the only thing that's that's hibernating this winter. As is the gerbil. Yes, it's a it's <laughs> it's a codependent relationship between yeah. the gerbil and, and, and John. It works it, out for it, both of them. I'm I'm imagining this scenario kind of like a Russian nesting doll. Like he's the smaller doll inside the bigger doll, which is the cave, and the gerbil is a smaller doll in his ass, in his colon right now. Yep. <laughs> so anyway, this week <laughs> These are the kind of mature uh, conversations you can have come to expect on SD Geek Podcast. Uh, on the SD Geek Podcast. <laughs> so this week we're going to be reviewing the movie It Follows. Yes. It came out in 2015, if I'm not mistaken. Something like that. Movie, uh, that was released to, to very critical acclaim. Yeah. And we'll, dis- we'll, we'll discuss whether or not we think it's worthy of that praise. I have opinions as i do as i always do as we both do i think for this one yeah it'll be interesting to see how maybe we agree and differ as as well this was the first time i had seen it Uh, i'd actually got to i got to see it twice just Mm. by chance Uh, nice just because i don't know it's it's a well i don't know we'll get there we'll get there so (laughs) but first but first before we get there we like to talk about nerd news stuff that we like or so we saw that we give a shit about or sometimes don't give a shit about, but still feel like bringing up because why the hell not? It's our <laughs> show. We'll do whatever the hell we want. Absolutely. First off, it's kind of a bummer John's not here for this, oh. but it's official that Power Rangers is getting a movie reboot. Whoa, shit. And not, well, we, there was speculation that that was going to be the case. Mm-hmm. Um, however, it is now confirmed. Is and on top of that, they're actually getting a live-action TV show connected to the movie universe. Holy cow. Do we know what network is picking it up? No. Okay, not quite not. yet. Gotcha. That's pretty insane, though. Who'd have thunk? Who'd have thunk that would actually come back around again? Wow. Yeah, I don't know. Let's, we'll see. Because the, the movie that we got is, is, I don't know. I think I think John and I talked about it. Or maybe it was you and I. I don't remember. So, well, somebody talked about it in a previous <laughs> episode. And um, I don't know. As far as like gritty reboots go, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible. I, I quite enjoyed it, actually, to a degree. Yeah, it was probably a bit more like grittier than most reboots go. 
Yeah. Like which the I was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle reboot, like, like pretended to be a gritty reboot, but it was really still for kids. Yeah. Power Ranger one at least was for adults for the first half. And then it kind of got a bit more kid friendly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And things got a little more fan servicey throughout the progression of the film, which is fine to a degree. Some of it was kind of fun. Others. I mean, if I had to put that movie, like just condense it down, I had a lot of fun with it for the most part. Unfortunately, Elizabeth Banks's Rita Repulsa was probably the weakest point of the movie, which is, I mean, it sucks because she's a pretty good actor, but it just whatever the situation was with her, it just didn't mesh well with me. I don't know. It I just it 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 felt weird. If it, it felt out of place in the in the world that they had built. Yeah, yeah, like she was like only a wicked caricature. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was kind of yeah. like you said. It was kind of like a gritty, kind of realistic esque take of what Power Rangers would be in the real world, and yet she was like far from that. They tweaked some things from the source material, which I didn't mind. Uh, sure. Like in the in in that I don't know why we're talking about this. Um. <laughs> Like, I guess Zordon was the original Red Ranger, and then Rita was the Green Ranger. I liked that she, like, a lot. Betrayed them. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's interesting. That makes that adds a whole new dynamic to it. That's pretty cool. Right, like, oh, shit, these guys have known each other for, like, eons, and they were once, like, teammates. It's crazy. Yeah. So I was so, like, yeah. That's, that's, that's an interesting way to, way to do this, but, you know, whatever. I don't know. I didn't hate <laughs> it. I thought it was fine. Yeah. Uh, so, but, you know... But having it be rebooted, I'm also fine with. I didn't like the re- the newest, the, the previous reboot enough that I thought it was sacred or they needed to continue it. Like, I'm, I'm totally fine with them giving it another shot. Sure. I just hope there's some ideas that they keep and there's some that they maybe, maybe leave behind. Right. I felt for the most part, the cast was really good, though. I as mean, did I. Brian Cranston is Zordon. I can't believe they got him to do that. That's so crazy. So... F- I, I'm sure I've talked about this before, but he actually used to do a lot of voices from the original show. Yeah, he yeah. Did a lot of voiceover work, and the character of Billy Cranston, the Blue Ranger, was actually named Cranston because of Brian Cranston. Oh, wow. I didn't even realize that, was, that the character had a last name. <laughs> That's cool. Yep. Did not even realize that. That's Useless nerd fact. Take that home with you. Put it in your pocket. Right. Use that for, for later with your friends. Yeah. Um, speaking of things kind of getting rebooted, at least to a degree, um, did you hear about Ben Affleck being signed on for more films and an HBO Max series as Batman? I did hear. Okay, so I did hear about this. This is from and, Variety. I remember reading, if I'm not mistaken. So, and and if I, if I'm understanding this right, the the HBO Max TV show that he's getting is supposed to be the his the Batman movie he was he was set to direct. Oh, okay. They're, they're, I, I was they're just wondering. Justice League it and turning it episodic. Gotcha. Which I'm fine with. If anything, that's probably the best way to to tell to tell the story. So I've been watching. Not, I'm not changing the subject here. I think oh. it ties in perfectly. I I've been watching a Doom Patrol on nice. HBO Max. Uh, not a plug. Not an ad. They're not. <laughs> it's just where I happen to be watching it. Um, and it's it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty fun. Pretty fun. Okay. All right. It's pretty, it's pretty cool. It's kind of weird and wacky. I, they don't hold your hand when it comes to how wacky the universe is. They just kind of throw you in it, which I, which I appreciate. Sure. Um, and I kind of, and the story that they're telling is very much suited to a TV show. And All right. so I, so with the Batman, 
the Ben Affleck Batman. I need more coffee. Am I, am I making <laughs> sense? I'm kind of ramble. It feels like I had okay. I had a thread that connected the two topics, and now as I'm saying it, I, it feels like it's not really a thread at all. I just wanted to talk about Doom Patrol. <laughs> you really wanted to talk about Doom Patrol, that's all. <laughs> Speaking anyway. of Batman, Marvel movies are great right now. No, yeah. mm-hmm. no, 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 I feel you. That's okay. Well, uh, let me ask you this, and since you brought it up, would you say that the fun that you're having with Doom Patrol does that instill some faith in you and them able to, being able to handle a whole Batman, not only series that they want to make, but also new films as well? Like that are going to be on HBO Max and such? Uh, I mean, I guess. They're already kind of... See, okay. As far as, you know, competent filmmaking goes, sure. I think they've, been, they've, they've recovered. I don't even... I wouldn't even go as far as to say that they're... Uh, they're bad anymore sure with their cinematic universe at first they absolutely were come oh, at yeah. me i don't give a shit they we weren't had a good rush, like well a rough like five ten years there amount almost <laughs> yeah. yeah um but i feel like they they've left that behind they've really kind of found that like dc's and warner brothers in general with their dc uh, their comic book properties have kind of found their footing and they're running with it the harley quinn animated show how fucking hilarious that's um, what I keep hearing, man. Shoot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, the Doom Patrol, like I just mentioned. I was originally finally going to sit down and watch Titans, but for whatever reason, that's not on HBO Max. Not yet. I I, last week we reported on that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, yeah, I'll get start Doom Patrol instead. And there you yeah, go. It's, it's pretty good. Um, but anyway, like I'm kind of I'm kind of excited for for DC stuff. I like that they they're doing this. They're going back to doing dark, gritty stuff which i've always been fine with they just kind of did it in a boring way before that or that didn't make any sense right uh but i don't know i like i think that's that's really their motif that's really their mo and that's when they're doing it right it it, it works and it Absolutely. is working yeah I, w- I would agree i mean the thing is with being dark and gritty like like you said that can work really well i think one issue that i had personally with some of the older films are not that old even really but um i guess when dc films are kind of more on the less popular side and all that like pre shazam and everything you could say and wonder woman anyway uh there wasn't much levity within within the dark films like you know what i mean like i think they just didn't achieve a very good balance back then which now i think they're starting to get the hang of to where not everything needs to be doom and gloom 99 percent through the film there can be some little pokes of fun in there and stuff like that which i think they went for or at least with joss whedon's help they went for with justice league and i don't think it panned out very well and i think they tried even the joker solo movie had funny moments yeah even that did it really did occasionally i mean for the most mm-hmm. part i don't know if i'm ready to see the film again for the fact that there is when there is dark parts which is the majority of the film uh it's just so fucking heavy and i don't know if i want to put myself through it yet again but even still like you said there were some there were some fun parts in there Mm -hmm. and i think it's just a matter of them coming kind of maintaining and and achieving that like it's just about good storytelling yeah simple put yeah you're right you're right sometimes the humor not to cut you off but like if what you're trying to say is the humor can sometimes clash with the dark tones and vice versa yes i i could see that yeah i mean but at the same time i think having some humor throughout a dark film is necessary that way it's not just one boring note the entire time to where that's all you're getting i don't know 
like even comedies have their tragedies and intertwined in there. You know what I mean? You, you ever see that, uh, um, that Seth Rogen movie with Joseph Gordon-Levitt? I forget what it, I think it's called 50-50. The one where 50-50, like, yeah, that's a great movie. It is a really good movie. And it was advertised as kind of a comedy, but you watch it. And for the most part, it's a real downer of a movie. It's really heavy. Plenty of levity throughout it, though. Like they're able oh, to yeah. somehow make a terminal situation a comedy. Like, like mm-hmm. but again, like, like you were saying, but not 100% nearly, though. Like there's plenty oh, yeah. of heavy topics throughout that film to where, I mean, just spoiler alert, I suppose. There's a mother that's slowly embracing the chance that she may never see her son again it's crazy and like the 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 friendship arc that joseph gordon levitt and seth rogan's characters go through throughout that film is kind of intense as well i don't know it's a it's a it's pretty crazy it's pretty crazy like you expect the film to go one way like advertised and then it turns out to be way more emotional and meaningful than one would have expected before going Mm -hmm. into it which is yeah where, where my head was at as well (laughs) <laughs> yeah so it, it can be done yeah i think i think it's the point we're trying to make like it can be done it has been done it has been done it has been uh, done it has been done <laughs> i like that that's the quote of the podcast of the episode today mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, anyway yeah i do hope that they can do a good Batman. job i hope ben affleck can do a good job i think he really can um i'm glad he's back yeah it's, it's really it's crazy to think i thought it was done so it's just done especially with robert pattinson as batman now yeah, here's the other thing I wanted to bring up that I'm a little confused about as far as their their their, their multiverses go because yeah. I haven't seen Titans, but I did hear that Doom Patrol shows up in Titans. Oh, like whoa. They, that was their well, where they first appeared before they got their own show, mm-hmm. and a lot of the same actors reprised their roles. Good, which is cool. And then so I'm like, wait a second, are they like? And in Doom Patrol, they mention. As far as I've seen, they haven't shown them, but they do mention like other characters, like the Justice League and Batman and Superman and all this. Oh, that's cool! Uh, so they, they mention- acknowledge that there's they're a shared universe, or at least yeah, they're they're all DC characters. At at least that. Who knows so what they're I, talking about? The Justice League we've experienced. I I highly doubt it. I think that they're they're their own universe, but that's kind of the point: is that they kind of have they have all these universes now, and it's 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 <laughs> starting to kind of get a little confusing. They have their yeah. they have their CW universe. They have their Doom Patrol Titans universe. They have the Joker's in its own universe. Yeah. Robert Pattinson's Batman is in its own universe. And then of course the main movie universe. Right, which Shazam and Wonder Woman are well Wonder Woman's definitely a part of and Shazam is like very loosely in there, you know what I mean? Yeah, they don't even really just you know concretely say that it's part of its own like if you were a casual you'd probably be like so is i mean superman that is mentioned but like is he real is it the same yeah i mean it seems suit as in the the joker universe like yeah (laughs) who knows wouldn't that be insane that they tied them into (laughs) the joker verse that would be Mm -hmm. (laughs) oh my god i don't know if i want to see shazam in such a dire situation (laughs) i think what they did with the the original film was too good yeah, <laughs> that's okay. but, no. Talk, talking about clashing tones. Yeah, Shazam and the Joker, okay. <laughs> all from the same. Pro- well, not the same production company, but still DC properties. It's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. But um, but no, I do agree. Like, how is this going to happen? Like, does this mean that we're going to have multiple Ben Affleck films as Batman and the series on HBO Max? And also, there's going to be Robert Pattinson 
at least a film, if not multiple films, with him as Bruce Wayne? That sounds crazy. Yeah. Like, what if it turns out that he's like a Robin or something like that? And or what if it turns out no, he's not going to be Terry McGinnis. The the universe doesn't look that futuristic. But mm-hmm. I wonder if they will somehow tie it into where he is not actual Bruce Wayne. I doubt that'll be the case. I doubt it. I'm sure as I'm reaching. But even still, I just Very wonder. Like, so, I believe. Yeah, but I, I just, it just adds to the further confusion as far as like how are they going to make this all work? Are we going to start having situations to where people are going to be like rooting over one Batman actor over the other? I don't know. It's really weird. I mean, we'll see. Yeah, we'll I, see. I, think, we'll see. I, I don't remember. I think I don't remember if it was on the pod, uh, but I was talking to somebody about how um, how Ben Affleck is not only a good actor. How even when he was announced as Batman, or he was kind of catching shit because it was like, "Oh, Dear Devil sucked," and I was like, "No, no, no he's." He's similar to the Robert Pattinson situation, actually, where I was like, that was a long time ago. Like, he's done some really good stuff since then. Oh, absolutely. And he's a really good actor and a very good writer and director. So it's like, I was so hyped for his solo Batman movie. Um, so and to see that it's coming back in some capacity, like, that's that's hype. That's mad Hell hype. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. I mean, I, I can't believe they're actually making it happen now. Like, what the heck? What happened to them saying, like, no, nah, we're we're just not going to do that anymore. We have different visions. I think that had a lot to do it. with. I think that had a lot to do with where Ben Affleck's mental state was at the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To be fair, I think you're correct in that. It seems like he's yeah. he's done a lot of Poor good guy. for himself since the Justice League days and all, mm-hmm. and prior to probably also. But yeah, yeah, as long as he's in a better place, why the hell not? I mean, the guy's ob- like you said, he's obviously talented. I recently rewatched The Town on Netflix, and oh my god. That just goes to show like how great of a creator he is. <laughs> oh yeah. That's absolutely. an older film of his now. I know. It's hard to think. It's like a long ass time ago. So speaking oh, yeah. of since we're still talking about the DC universe and the, the things Ooh. that may come, uh <laughs> oh, boy. I don't know how this is gonna work or why it's even happening, but um it was announced that Jared Leto is gonna be reprising his role as the Joker. In the Snyder Cut. I did hear this, which it's like, I mean, I get it. It's the Snyder Cut. It's going to be his quote-unquote original vision or revisioned vision, if you will. But, like, does the Joker original need vision, there? I don't think, if he wasn't, a principal photography was done. Yes. If he wasn't already in the movie, then it's not his original vision. Yeah. We're, and I said it from the very beginning. Yeah. This is a new movie. This yeah. is not the original vision at all (laughs) as soon as it was announced that it was happening finally i was like yeah we're not getting the same movie we were gonna get five years ago or however however long it was no absolutely you're correct you're correct i mean the thing is like you have also said he has the gift of hindsight now in seeing what didn't work then and what hopefully will work now we'll see i don't know if jared leto as joker is the answer to this situation but hopefully, i don't see what that adds I, I i exactly don't get me wrong i appreciate jared leto as an artist and all that we've seen him do good work but i don't know if this is the role we need to see him in again you know but who knows maybe he'll surprise us yeah well maybe Zack snyder can capture the tone better they've already sort of forgotten that suicide squad even exists they kind of like pretend that that one's not in universe so maybe this is Maybe they can give us the Joker we were originally supposed to get in the original cut of the Suicide Squad. Maybe he'll be be better 
yeah. not just a weird i'm i really am in love with harley quinn mobster guy right maybe he'll be actually joker-esque yes that is the hope that that that's the hope i don't know we will see we will see i honestly see. i don't no know pink I, lamborghini I, what was that about <laughs> super weird yeah, I didn't need... I mean, I could still see them capturing the tone of that version of the Joker somehow well. I just... I don't know if Zack Snyder's the guy to do it. Hopefully. We'll see. I, I'm... Obviously, we're both very optimistic, and John included, that the Snyder Cut ends up changing everyone's minds about what Justice League the movie is, but I don't there's know if this no is the move that we need to take. worse than the one we got. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that there's any possible not that not that it was even bad. It just wasn't very good. Right, right. But there's I, no way it's gonna be it, it can't it has to be better than that at least. <laughs> See now we're hoping for that, but we still don't know. Odds are you're correct and it will be at least somewhat better. But I, movie, I, I just don't at know. At least better. I don't think Zack Snyder's gonna get a job in Hollywood ever again. Oh. Honestly. I don't think yeah. that's going to happen. If he screws the pooch on this one, it's going to be him funding every film he makes from the, from now on. If this is what, what it, if if it turns out to be worse, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus God, I'm nervous yeah, for we'll him. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm nervous for the potential wasted three hours we might experience watching the remake. But we'll see. We'll see. I'm hoping it's great. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> um, speaking of dark tones. So did you see the gameplay for that new game, Scorn, that's built exclusively for Xbox Series X, apparently? No, I have not. Oh, okay. So, I mean, check it out sometime. I, th- so uh, I think GameSpot and maybe a couple other spots, like probably like our, our accounts like IGN and stuff, had the exclusive on it. But um, essentially, there's this new game called Scorn. It's a first-person shooter and it looks gritty and dark as fuck, speaking of DC stuff. And it's okay. pretty intense. Like, I, I, I look forward to seeing it at a higher resolution because I was watching it on Twitter. And sometimes things on Twitter look great. And other times videos are not rendered very well on Twitter. And it looks pretty grainy. Um, and unfortunately, it was the latter in the situation when I watched the gameplay reveal. But it looks pretty intense. I don't. It makes me wonder how much of the animations they're really going to keep because it seems as though... How can I say this? It's not snappy as far as like a Call of Duty or a Halo to where it's just like you aim down sights, you fire, you reload real fast, you melee, and you continue on as you're going. This seems like it's more methodically thought out. It's more of a slower draw. You watch the character reload every single shell into a shotgun, if you will, this alien version of a shotgun. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I feel like they're not going to do that. I think the final product won't be quite as detailed in that regard but the gameplay does look really insane like i would definitely recommend take the time to watch it because it looks it look if if i could put it in a word it's grotesque it's grotesque so so you say first person shooter like yes but but you're talking about it in a way that makes it so like i'm a little confused as to what what's what it even is i mean okay in my interpretation of what i watched it seems as though you are this humanoid s character on an alien ship. Oh, that one. Okay, I remember yes. now. Yes. I yeah. I tagged it, you and John in it. Yes, yes. Okay. It seems a bit more like like Doom. Yeah, kind of like Doom. A, li- a little less colorful than Doom for sure. It kind of, like, the vibe I got was, like, the Alien franchise a little bit. 
like kind of like skeletal yeah. structures of like the ship. The ship seemed like organic in a way, and the weapons you use seem to be organic, like built off like different parts of like a skeleton, like different bones involved. Like I think at one point the characters like the using like the spinal cord. What's that? That doesn't sound like the Alien franchise at all. I, I think just the the the, the, the color palette that the they're Alien using. Alien franchise is like Space Marines and shit. Right. That's true. That's true. I, I can agree with you there. I don't know. It just something about it just seemed really weird. I would say Doom it harkens to Doom a lot. Like almost a again, just in my interpretation, like an Alien cross Doom amalgamation. I don't know. It looks crazy. It looks pretty crazy. But I am I am excited to see that this is like the first franchise I think we've seen. That is something exclusive to the Xbox Series X and Series S. So I'm glad that at least they're, re- they're finally revealing something that isn't just an upgrade of what we're currently playing. I'll put it that way. It, it look, in, in that short clip that I saw, it looks like, I don't know. It's like a good two the, to three minutes of gameplay. The gun play designs play. feels kind of gimmicky, or maybe not the gun, the gun play, just the, the style of it kind of feels a bit gimmicky because you yeah. hold a gun, but it's like, it's like a weird organic. It's almost like a living gun. Yeah. And the way you load it is very not normal. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like they're like, like these... actual weaponry. Yeah. It was kind of weird. Like, yeah. It's like, there's like squishy noises and the way you put bullets in it is like super bizarre because it, so like, it's very creative. I'll give it that, but it yes. feels like it would kind of wear out very quickly. It's like, Oh, okay. We're, it's a gun, but not the way you think about a gun. That's cool, right? And but you don't even notice it after the first ten, after ten, like ten minutes, right? At that, the, which is why I was saying, like, I think after, like you said, maybe the first like ten times of reloading, eventually, if you keep having to reload really slowly like that, like one like weird BB thing at a time, it's gonna grow tiresome. You're gonna be like, yeah, it's the fuck up already. Even, yeah, I don't even remember what it looks like exactly. I just remember like there wasn't a chamber. He just like kind of cracks the gun open and like places bullets on top of it and then like she closes it back. Like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're remembering as well as I am where it was like, it was very bizarre. And again, I think part of why our memory is foggy on it is because like you said, it's kind of unique in a way. Yeah. It's very weird. It's very Mm -hmm. weird, but I'm glad that at least again, we're seeing something unique to the console. I'm happy for that. We'll see if it ends up being good. I look forward to seeing more gameplay eventually down the road. I don't know if they've revealed much more gameplay other than what they've teased recently over the week, but hopefully it's good. We'll see. We'll see. Give me Halo or give me death. <laughs> Agreed. What else you got before we get into it follows, sir? Uh, I think that was it, actually. There's probably more, but you know, I forget stuff and I forget to write things down. No worries. Well, let, me, let me share the screen with you real quick to anyone watching the video mm-hmm. version of this. Uh, we talked about this last week briefly, Peter, but uh, check this out. We were talking about uh, Dino Crisis, you might remember last time. That I do. And apparently, for like a, over a year now, there's this team called Team Arclay, and they are trying to revive the Dino Crisis franchise in a next-gen kind of situation. Ooh. We're seeing random... Uh, ads here for Barden. But yeah, these are like character designs they have. This is the original protagonist that we've known over the years. That's pretty right. crazy. Right. Kind of cool. Like really cool designs though. I, I, I'm liking like how next gen it's actually looking or at the very least current gen, you know? And mm-hmm. like, this is like them kind of demoing like, hey, this is what the game will somewhat look like by the time we're done with it. So I, I think they have a way that you like people can donate and stuff. And I just thought we were because last time we were talking about like oh crap like what if they actually revived this one day and sure enough there's this independent developer trying to do so 
I just randomly came across it probably because the algorithm heard us talking about it. And then my phone saw it. <laughs> yeah, it happens. Right. I saw the, creepy. So scroll back up. Sure. Sure. Not to take away from the Dino Crisis remake. No, no, keep going. Okay. There was a, I thought I saw something that sits that one right there. A I Resident Evil Zero remake. Down one more. Oh, I see now. Yes, 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 yes. That's pretty cool. Right? So apparently these guys are like huge Capcom horror game fans. And we, <laughs> we have the... <laughs> yeah, he looks very excited. Nice. Copyright struck. No. <laughs> His likeness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like how, how much these people want to make these games happen. I'm very impressed. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that was just something cute I wanted to bring up for a moment. Yeah, that's dope. Right? thought it was pretty cool. And the, the designs look pretty great. I'm happy with it. Like, if they can actually do this, I, 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 would, I wonder if Capcom would be like, no. And it feels just like they would. It to be honest, entirely. I'm surprised they haven't already. Yeah, it's kind of weird. But, I mean, like, me, maybe it's because they don't own the, 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 the product anymore, I wonder. I don't know. I don't know how long that's supposed to last, the copyright, that is. Because, like, the thing is, they're calling it Dino Crisis Revival, which is like, is that how legal is that really? And it yeah. makes me wonder, maybe they just lost the copyright. They didn't renew the copyright. That is the trademark. Maybe. That is. We'll see. Who knows? But anyway, I don't know. We'll see, but that's cool. Yeah. Uh, so I just found something else that I wanted to bring up. Ooh, go for uh, it. We got a little time. And did you hear that they're going to have a, okay. Let me ask you this. I'm sure I've, I've maybe, maybe heard me mention it before. Are you familiar with the infamous, Star Wars Christmas special. I thought you were going to say blackjack. I was just shaking my head in anticipation. <laughs> Inside joke of the podcast. <laughs> Sorry. Star, Star no, Wars Christmas gonna, special. <laughs> you'll never see it coming. You'll never see it coming. It's never going to be that obvious. You did get me really good recently. <laughs> Unlike a couple episodes back, I was pissed. I listened back mm. to that bit and I was like, God damn it. I did not see it coming. But anyway, to answer your question. Um, uh, yes, no, of course, I know of, uh, of the... I haven't watched it myself, but yeah, like the whole silly Boba Fett. I think they're riding on a dinosaur at one point, and then Chewbacca has a family in the show as well, or the the one-off. Yeah, super weird. Yes. So, yeah, well, I won't go too in-depth. Maybe we'll do an episode on it one day. Um, oh, that'd be fun. The, the reason I bring, right around the corner. reason I bring it up is because they're actually doing streaming on Disney+. Plus. November 17th, so not what? that far away, they are streaming the Lego Star Wars oh. Holiday Special. Oh my goodness. Well, that, that might be cute and entertaining. Like as long, I want, as long as it's in jest of the original, I think they could pull it off. Well, see, here's the thing that blows my mind about this, because I thought it was fake. Okay. I called bullshit on this right away, is that <laughs> they have tried to bury all the evidence that the holiday <laughs> special has ever existed. Yes. They have tried to like everything about that is terrible except for maybe Harrison Ford kind of showing that he maybe knows how bad it is. <laughs> In some of his acting, you just see, you can kind of be like, what is this? Everybody else. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, anyway, just the fact that they're even acknowledging it, it, its existence and not only that but kind of riffing on it and building off of it is mind-blowing to me it's seriously i am so excited to see what this is absolutely i i mean do is there any there's not even a trailer that oh wow well 
is there any inclination whatsoever that it is to like mock the original? I wonder. I can only imagine. Why else would you call it that? Right? Like, I mean, I get it. It's Lego, so Lego could do whatever the fuck they want. I apparently Lego Batman. The the whole like Lego franchise is kind of you know parody parodying <laughs> yeah um, whatever parodying. whatever uh, IP that they're that they're basing the that. The show, video game, whatever the case may be, is based yeah. on. Which I honestly have no problem with. Like they they do a good job, at least in the video game sense and some of the movies as well, of like combining really silly, like mocking of the original franchise and also making it kind of epic at the same time. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I've I've never owned a Lego video game, like Lego Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Nor so on and I. so forth, or, or all that. I've been curious and, and they I've, seem fine. They seem fun. Yeah, I've heard they're great. I've played them, but I've never owned one. And I think I played like the original Lego Star Wars episode one through three or whatever the collection was at the time, which was fun. It was cute mm-hmm. and all that. And they like I said, they, they they do a really good job of making it in jest and also making it kind of fun at the same time. So hopefully this can be really good. I mean the Lego movies don't take themselves seriously at all, which I think plays to a strength. Certainly like Lego Batman mm-hmm. is hilarious. So I'm fine with this. So hilarious. Right. So I have no problem experiencing this right now. So I'm down. I thought you were going to say that they were going to re-air the original, which I was like, no, please no, don't. Still that. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. Cause if they did, we'd totally have to watch it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, it, we will try. We should try to do it for the holidays for sure. I'm down for that. We'll see. Let's <laughs> not get ahead of ourselves. Anyway, unless you have anything else, no. I think that brings us to our titular topic for today's episode. But first, but first, if you have any other topics for us, or you want to follow us on, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, TikTok. At SD Geek Pod, you can send us messages. You can let us know, hey, there's this movie I like. I want to see what you guys think about it. Or you can be like, this movie sucks. I want to hear you guys talk shit about it and just want you to suffer mostly for my entertainment. <laughs> dance, monkey, dance. Right. Um, we will be that, that as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, what, else, what else am I supposed to say? I think that's pretty good. Just again, okay, if you, cool. want, you can email us, sdgeekpod at gmail.com. It's that was the other one. I knew I was missing something. It's all good. But yeah, yeah. it follows. It follows. Uh, movie starring uh, a protagonist that looks very similar to Amber Heard. For a while, I thought it was her. I was like, how old is this movie again? Because this right. looks like Amber Heard in her teens. Like, what? Yeah. Um, but it's not her. It just looks strikingly, strikingly like her. Correct. But anyway, yes. um, I, I guess, okay. I'm going to do a very brief non-spoiler. Cool. In that, if you haven't seen the movie, I think it's best to kind of go in blind. Like most movies, but yeah, I would say for this one, yeah, don't spoil it. Like horror movies in general are kind of best. Like, I feel like I say that a lot with horror movies is that it's better to go in not not knowing what's going on. As long as, well, I mean, if (laughs) only thing is if it's like the exorcism of Emily Rose, well, one can only assume so much (laughs) as far as the plot. But yes, agreed with a with a vague title like It Follows. Well, even that's not that vague, but as far as what the theme really is throughout this film, you should take the time to watch it first before you listen to this, and you can always come back. Okay, so with that out of the way, I think yes. it's a, okay. I think it's a solid horror movie. Sure, I think it's I think it's worth a watch. Sure, 
Um, and if you haven't seen it already, I would recommend that you do so before you listen to the rest of this. I'm not normally the one that says that. It's usually AJ, but I genuinely think it's such a it's such a fun premise that it's it's better to just watch it firsthand before before hearing about it. Yeah, I I, I would agree. That being said, uh, now that that's out of the way, I say we just go full spoiler because I don't think there's much to spoil outside of the premise itself, to be totally honest. Right. Uh, uh, that, that said, totally down, but would you mind, just in case someone is still sticking through, uh, maybe just laying down what the premise kind of is? Or like, well, that is the spoiler, in my opinion. Okay, then go for it. Sounds good. Like, I was going like op- sure. to ask you to do it. Nah, go ahead. <laughs> Too late. Okay, so it's... <laughs> okay, so it's... There's, there's, a, there's a creature, a being. We don't know what it is. It's just referred to as it, and it follows you. Yes. It follows you if you get the curse, if you get the curse that, that it follows. And in order to get the curse, somebody with the curse has to bang you. You got to yeah, you gotta do Some that. Do, you got to do the horizontal monster mash, uh, hop on the good foot and do the bad thing. Yes. All the Other above. euphemisms. <laughs> and you got to do that. Yes. Words. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so uh, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> so I was like, if you if you just give a dude a hand job or something, does that count? Or like, does it need to be intercourse? It you is. Put it in the butt. Uh, like you're still uh, pure in the eyes of God. So would this even? <laughs> but are you pure in the eyes of this creature? Of the of the of yeah. this essence. I don't According know. According to some, anyway. There's like a whole Family Guy episode where these kids start having sex in the ear because they're they're <laughs> trying to be right. abstinent. <laughs> Anyway, it's such a um, terrible. <laughs> yes, I remember that episode fondly, kind of. <laughs> oh man, the tag. Uh, but anyway, episode. Anyway, yes. Anyway, that's how you get it, and then it just follows you, no matter no matter what, no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing. Um, there are rules, which the the rules are basically that no matter where you are, it is following you. It doesn't. It can only you can see it, or only people with the curse can see it. Yes. Um. And it it walks. It, 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 it's a brisk walk. It doesn't run. It doesn't chase you. But it is always coming for you. No matter where you are in the world, it is coming. Yeah, it's so not like hauling ass or anything it. like that. Uh, and once it catches you, you're dead. You're dead. How is kind of up in the air. Yeah. We only see two people die from it. One of them... One of them, their leg is broken backwards. It, it's pretty... That's like the first very, one we get, right? They're in yeah. the very beginning of the film? In, in a... In a yeah, in a, in a very uncomfortable looking <laughs> shot. Um, and then the other one gets an understatement. <laughs> and the other one gets dry humped to death. So it's oh, like I forgot that was the case. Yeah. Oh my god. So it's like I don't how it kills you isn't exactly clear, but it, the point is it kills you. It seems powerful enough to be able to snap people's limbs in, like Peter said, uncomfortable positions. <laughs> yeah, yes. On a beach. So you know. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, that's that's the thing. You gotta. So what do you do? How do you? That's, can that's you outrun it? Right. Yeah. That's, that's all true. you can do. Mm-hmm. It can't teleport. It can't break through. Well, it can't like phase through walls or anything. Like it has a physical properties. Like it is a physical being. It's just right. that nobody else can see it unless you have the curse. So if you can, cl- you can lock yourself in a room, but eventually you're going to have to come out of that room or eventually it'll find a way in. Like it'll, it'll it, it's coming for you. Yeah. It'll make they, it I love that eventually. There's a line. Well, when it gets passed on to our main character, the guy she gets it from, basically, she might as well be speaking to the audience because he's just like, because he explains the rules to her and 
by proxy to us, the audience. Yeah. Um, which I feel like you kind of need. I'm glad they kind of just get it out of the way super quick. They're just like, okay, here's the premise. Here's the movie. Have fun. Right. Exposition done. Uh, Bam. And then yeah, yeah pretty much. You're off in the weeds and after, from that point, which mm-hmm. like, I agree. At least they got it over with near the beginning of the film. And then now you're just left to experience what this thing is capable of, really. Yeah. And there's a line that he says that, that is true and that I love and that it's, it's, it's slow, but it's not dumb. Yes, yes. Correct, correct. And you see that several times in the film. Like, it has problem-solving skills. And mm-hmm. at one point, there's, there's a very short-sighted and poorly planned trap that's laid for it. But it, it figures it out immediately. It doesn't even <laughs> fall for it in any capacity. And it backfires very quickly. <laughs> yeah, comedically, one might even say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I was going to say, it, it might be worth noting as well, it's typically like a, a human that the being oh, yeah. looks like to other people. The, or the people that are infected anyway, mm-hmm. by, or infected, if you can even call it that, whatever the situation may be, those that can see it are those that are being followed. And therefore, yeah, it typically looks like a human, so to speak, except for at one point or maybe two points in the film, it does look a little, well, one point you inhuman. don't see it at all. Another time, yeah, it looks quite inhuman. And that was probably the scariest part of the film for me, really. The, uh, there's some, there's like a couple of jump scares, but for the most part, it just sets this, the, the, the movie lays down this feeling of just unease it's yes. just very uncomfortable especially when you know the premise it it kind of changes the whole context of the movie because there's shots that in any normal horror movie would just be like a nor- like a whatever shot but he, because you're you're thinking it can be anybody you're you're constantly like uncomfortable and you're constantly looking around like who who's that who's that right over there like who's is that is that it is that is that not it like yeah it's it's cool I definitely bought into the anxiety that this film kind of portrays. Like you, you feel for the main protagonist that you have in this film where she has no, like you said, she has no idea where it's coming from, which person within the vicinity of her is possibly the one that's going to be following her next. I don't know. It's really weird. Okay. So now that we've laid the groundwork, I'm going to go ahead and get into my pros and cons, which I will explain in a very incoherent fashion, going (laughs) back and forth between pros and cons, as is tradition for me. And probably different points of the film as well. But that's all the fun. Yeah. So I got to see this movie twice. Oh, I saw it a couple of days ago when we were originally supposed to record. And then when I got too tired, uh, we rescheduled for today. And I got to see it last night again, just because we had some friends over, and I was like, "Hey, I still have this movie I rented. Let's—it's Halloween. Let's let's watch it." And I'm glad I did, because there's a few things that I didn't notice before. There's still lots of questions. There's a lot of things that don't make sense, but that might be intentional. And then there's a lot of things that I just don't think I I understand okay. uh, from a filmmaking perspective. Now, okay, so enough beating around the bush. Number one, there's some moments where our main character is really calm about the situation (laughs) and it is really weird (laughs) would you say it's because she's she's i guess just getting used to it like she's just accepting the fact that she can't do anything about it i not not really it doesn't feel that way it there's just some moments like the when when we see it uh when it gets into her house the first time i think it might be the first time it sees her um, after she gets the curse, uh, you know, after, you know, she gets like wheelchair kidnapped or whatever. Yes. Um, 
and she, and it turns into that creepy tall man that kind of comes out of the hallway. Ooh, that was the scary uh, thing, yeah. And she rides her bike to the to the park, and then she's just chilling on the swing at the park with this very blank expression on her face, which we see a lot throughout the movie. Yeah, it it, it feels deliberate. I think is the point that kind of makes me a little confused about it because they actually show close up shots of her making that very same like whatever face right it, and there's a lot of repeating shots that i don't understand how they fit thematically there's a lot of close up shots of her hand mm-hmm. doing certain things she has red nails there's close up shots throughout the movie at one point she's like pl- um plucking grass and putting it on her leg in lines she's uh she's like plucking at at some other grass right right after she has sex with the dude um shit like that there's this overarching theme of water like she's in a swimming pool a couple of times throughout the movie just kind of lounging about right um she she uh right before right as she sees it the first time uh she talks about how thirsty she is uh which is kind of and then of course the climax is that it ends in a pool like there's a lot of water involved yeah. which i just don't understand how it connects thematically um I, I, I don't know. There's a lot of questions. <laughs> I, I, okay, so far I've bashed it no, a, okay. a little bit, but I, I think it's a good movie. I, yeah. I enjoyed it. It's a fun premise. I don't think it's the instant classic that a lot of people kind of claim it to be. Agreed. Um, I don't know. I need, I need to take a few breaths. What do you think, AJ? Well, well I, I guess I, my curiosity is, did any, it seems as though even after watching it twice, some of those answers and those observations you made still weren't quite fulfilled or, or answered for you really. The water thing, I guess maybe it's foreshadowing that maybe water is its weakness because the whole thing is like they think they maybe they kill it at the end, but maybe not. It's sort of left ambiguous. Um, From in my I opinion, the they ending, absolutely don't. Yeah, no, I think at the at the ending, I I saw it as oh yeah, they're still being followed, you know. Yeah, because of that. I, I think th- I think I think they absolutely are. But yeah. then I started thinking like, what if all this water imagery is somehow a clue that water is for whatever reason its weakness possibly the first lady dies at a beach we go to a beach a few times throughout this movie like water is like shown a lot right and right. it's it seems too deliberate to be like subtle foreshadowing it's just, it's used so frequently it's it, it I, it's gotta be, maybe i'm reading too much into it but it feels no, like no. there's got to be a bigger convenience to it I'm sure there is. I mean, I imagine if you were to ask the writer and director of this film what all this imagery is for, I'm sure they'd have a perfectly good explanation for it, unless they just really like to have interesting shots in their films. I don't know. What are you smiling about? Uh, my <laughs> wife decided to wake up, and she's being silly often in my peripheral. Nice. <laughs> Very good. Hi, Maylee. <laughs> AJ says hi. Hola. Anyway, um, so yeah, for this film, I mean, there are some things I'll, I'll talk, I'll do a little bashing and praising as well, I suppose. We'll see. But um, I do think some parts, the horror aspects of the film, some of it was good. I mentioned earlier, I sent some anxiety throughout the film. I appreciated that bit because it's like, I, I put myself in her shoes where it's like, yeah, dude, if I was in the situation like her, I would slowly just go mad and look like the crazy person in front of my friends trying to hide myself in someone's room hoping that the thing can't get in and they're wondering what the fuck i'm talking about and it doesn't happen until like near like the last quarter of the film or so where they finally see what the fuck she's talking about where it is 
like at least to anyone that isn't infected or being followed by this thing. It, it, I mean, for me, one of my knocks on the film was how it showed this invisible being at like attack her, like when the hair is being lifted up and all that, that could have been done a little better. I will admit at first when it happened, I did like gasp. I was like, Oh my gosh, like this is crazy. But at the same time, I think the scene could have been shot a little bit better. But again, I thought it was kind of cool how strong the thing was because, like, at one point it like kicks one of the characters away quite quite brutally. I feel, and if, I like if that. I may, if I if I may interject for a Please. second, yeah. I agree with you that that scene is weird. But I I want to make sure we're on the same page as to why it's weird. Like, can, can you sure. elaborate on what do you what you mean by? I just think the, like the, the look of been the shot, shot better. I I think it could have maybe been shot better because at one point it did look a little bit laughable, and maybe the design of the hair could have looked a little bit better as well as far as it being like being carried and dragged around by someone okay by like so then we completely movie. disagree on why it's weird okay fair enough how can you think i it's think weird? it was shot perfectly fine i think it's weird because why the fuck would the thing start fucking with her hair wouldn't it just kill her <laughs> right like, just crush her at that point it doesn't make any sense and then I, I even though i saw it twice i meant to make a note of it the second time i watched it but i didn't doesn't he say that if it touches you it kills you but she it like gets touched by her a couple of times throughout the movie like in the pool being dragged underwater and then there with her hair like and she's fine that's a good so, point so like the rules are kind of like all over the place <laughs> with this yeah unless that's just what he thinks like who knows if he even got the rules completely right like maybe right i mean he's just hearing at this point it's kind of hearsay what he's telling her because obviously he hasn't been killed by it yet the other thing is how does he even know the rules? Because he mentions that he got it from a girl that was a one-night stand. Like, did so he she just... probably told him as well, I, I reckon. Because it seems like it's a story that's passed down. Like, like kind of like what she did. Like, everyone knew the stakes. Like, her, her, what that one friend, the geeky friend that always has, like, that's like in love with her secretly, kind of secretly. Mm-hmm. I mean, he understands the stakes, and yet he's jealous that she's willing to sleep with some some cool dude whatever some popular guy and so then he gets jealous about that the cool dude i believe oh no he didn't i don't think he knew the stakes did he the like the airheaded oh yeah he just didn't care cool yeah he didn't really believe he didn't really believe it he just he was just trying to smash the main character from the looks of it right because after they finally smash like the very next scene is him kind of chatting up some other girls like he's just yeah he's not really into it Right, he's just a, he's just a dude. He's womanizing and all that, yeah. And then you get mm-hmm. the nerd who clearly does understand. So I feel like it is certainly a story that I mean, if you care about the other person, they pass it down. And that's what I just assumed. He knew the story because the girl that that once one night stood with him told him, and she knew because you know so on and so forth. Well, the, down it, down the it, line, it's in your best interest to let the person know that they have it because if they kill, they, it moves up the ladder. So if they kill the person you just gave it to, they're coming for you again. And yes. then after they kill you, they're going after the person you got it from. Like it just so along the chase. It is your best in your best interest to let them know, hey, get rid of this thing so that it doesn't come after me again. Right, right. That's true. I, I mean, to I guess the one way that I interpreted this film and at least like the whole the the whole, you know, have sex and then all of a sudden this thing is chasing you thing. It, I mean, you know, this is just my interpretation, but it definitely scream like 
the whole STD kind of situation to where, you know, it's the moral implicate thing that we have to tell the person that you gave an STD to that way, you know, they know, and then all of a sudden they have sex with another person. They give it to them. They have to let them yep. know. So on it's and a, so yep. forth. And it's it never an STD. ends. It's a sexually yep. transmitted demon. Yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's what this film screamed to me throughout the course of it. Yeah. That's what, I mean, and it never really value. Ends. That is at face and, value. You know, a, strong, a strong argument can be made that that's the case. It feels a bit too on the nose for me. Okay. So, it, like, I, I feel like you can also argue that it's kind of just a riff on the trope that, you know, in horror movies, when you have sex, you die. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, it could, could be that. There's also a theory that I read. Oh, nice. Um, Some research. That it's actually, yeah, because you know, the, the, the whole concept in the whole movie is very intriguing to me, despite the fact that I don't think it's, it's exactly worthy of all the praise that it gets. I think it's a fine more movie. It's a fun concept and it's a very refreshing horror movie. Sure. Um, uh, but, but that, but, but it is an intriguing concept. And in one of the other things that was very confusing to me the first time um, is that you can't really pin down when this movie takes place. Yeah. Cause like the, like the fashion that they're wearing seems very like, at least my thought was like 80s 90s something like that and yet it seems like a modern enough setting they, of the film they, they drive like old 70s cars in their house the the nerd kid um he was watching tv they had old school like 70s style like um tvs yes, yes. and they were watching he was watching a show in black and white but one of the friends has like this futuristic like clamshell like palm pilot thing that's like a kindle it looks like mm-hmm. so it's it's kind of all over the place with its technology and its setting and so i read a theory that that's actually well there's two theories to, to why that is number okay. one it's just it, it's just a an artistic choice to make the audience feel uncomfortable like even mm-hmm. more uncomfortable because you can't quite pin down what's happening and and why things don't really make sense in in this world there's just this overall feeling of 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 being unsettled i like that um, the other theory is that they're actually this whole movie takes place in purgatory which would kind of mm. make sense because we see that we see a couple of different beaches they don't look like lakes they look like oceans yes in 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 my opinion, so it looked that this might be some weird like purgatory island that they're trapped on, a la Lost, um, or, or something like that. Interesting. Uh, okay, okay. I feel like there was one more uh, that I might remember towards it later on. I, I, yeah. Okay, fair enough. I, I mean, I I like the idea of it being a purgatory. I don't know why the whole. Um, consequence of having sex would have anything to do with purgatory other than it just feels like a like a torture thing like psychologically think about like even if you think you killed it like they do at the end of the movie mm-hmm. you never really know if you did so even if you think you killed it you're st- you're forever traumatized you don't fucking know you have no idea if it's still coming at you coming after you or not or if it'll ever come back like that's the ultimate torture to me is ne- you can't sleep. You can't like, you're just in a constant state of anxiety. Mm-hmm. Like what greater torture is that? I know. I know no, that's, that's true. I mean, I, purgatory is supposed to be just like this waiting room, if you will. So I could see how that could just be like, well, here's an endless way to drive you crazy until either a, maybe you get sent to hell because you get finally murdered by this thing, or you're just in a constant state of chase. And that's all there is to it for as long as you mm-hmm. can last. 
I don't know. I, I kind of like that as well. I, I do. I think I like the simplicity of that. The first explanation you had to where it's just something that's still off putting to the audience to where it's just like, yeah, it's just one more thing that you can't quite put your finger on. And I, I just, I, I, I like that a lot, but the idea of purgatory, I think is sound enough. But again, I don't know if I agree with that interpretation fully, but I, I'm willing to accept it. If that's actually the case, it'd be interesting to see. Here's the, here's the other thing that I just, the other point I was going to make oh. is that I didn't realize this until the second watching, but there are hardly any adults in this yes. entire movie, which is kind of bizarre to me also, especially when you see like they're, they're around, like there's mm. police officers at one point, like they're there, they, they go to a hospital at, at, a, at a couple of different points. And like, so it's, it's like, okay, adults are in this world, but you never really, you hardly see them at all. Mm-hmm. Parents in particular. Um, yes. Our main, I didn't bother learning any of these characters' names, by the way. So main yeah, character. I, I wouldn't remember myself. Um, her, I think we see her mother like once briefly, or she's mentioned briefly, and it's kind of implied that she might be an alcoholic. Um, I can get and that. that. Her, fa- her father's, dead mm-hmm. and maybe he killed himself i don't remember where i got that impression but that's kind of the vibe i got okay um and then also we learn th- there's got to be some significance to this because the last shape that it takes is of her father and we actually don't learn that until the scene after it is presumably killed she yes. looks at a picture of her family and it's like her her sister maybe brother at, at her mom and, and her dad and it, the dad is the thing she just saw, yeah, which is also curious because when they ask where is it or what does it look like, she's like, the last time that they see it, she says, "I don't want to tell you guys," or like, I, "or you don't want to know," or some shit like that. Yeah. So it's like she was almost, a, for whatever reason, she was afraid to mention that it looked like her. It took the shape of her father. Yeah, and it makes me wonder why, like, what happened with him exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there, there's there's a lot of mystery to this film, a lot of unanswered questions, which I think makes is part of a making of a decent horror movie, in the sense that you know you, you don't want you don't get all the answers. Answered. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, which I think is fine because again, you don't even get a 100% straight answer at the end of this film as far as whether or not they're being followed. I think what the camera shows us does in fact prove that they are still being followed, but at the same time, it doesn't like state it. Like right in, you know, it's not it's not too on the nose. I think I could take it either way because yeah, having seen yeah. it a second time, when you see that person just kind of show up behind them, it's mm-hmm. walking a lot faster than it did. It, it seems like it's got a healthy clip to it. But who's right? to say that? <laughs> even if that isn't it, who's to say if it still isn't out there? Yeah, following no, them exactly. somewhere. Right, right. If not, then then somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good observation. I didn't consider that. But no, that that's true. I, I personally believe that it is it, but. Again, the, the movie doesn't spell it all out for you, which is nice. Okay. It's, it's kind of a nice a, little shakeup. Okay, there's a couple other things. I know we're running out on time. There's just right. things that I noticed that just... That are driving me crazy. Not really. But just <laughs> qu- questions, like things that raise questions. I, I just want to know the significance of them. Um, one of them is that there's, there's two times where... Well, the first time the main character reminisces, like right after she has sex with the dude, she's like, yeah, I always wondered about how it would be being grown up and like going out on a date and blah, blah, blah. Like she talks, she has this whole speech about talking about like what it would be like to be an adult and whatnot, which I think is an interesting thing to say when you consider that there's hardly any adults in this universe at all. Yes. Um, number one. 
Uh, and then the, the second thing that I find super weird is that we find out this movie takes place in Detroit. Uh, because is that, is that right? before, what, what, when the, when they're going to that beat, uh, the, the, the school, uh, for the final showdown there, the, her friend talks about like, yeah, my, my mom, my parents, uh, they didn't want us going across eight mile and I didn't realize it as a kid, but it's because that's where the, you know, that's like the ghetto or whatever. Uh, okay. And okay. Like, okay. And and then the the main character says like yeah me me too like yeah so they they're talking about adulthood and just their parents and whatnot yes a couple of times they're referenced lightly and i don't yeah. understand the significance of it like i just don't understand why that why, i don't it might be nothing it might just be me reading into stuff that i sh- but there really isn't a lot of dialogue in this movie mm-hmm. so it feels like everything is deliberate I'm sure it especially, has especially to, to take the time. Like th- there's a moment of, of calmness, like nothing's happening. Like why would that be the thing that you're just bringing? It just seems so out of place. It could just be a brilliant move to make you even more uneasy. Cause you're just like, so like, what is happening? Like, what <laughs> is all this? Which I think adds to the intrigue of the film quite a bit. I think that's why you appreciate it as much as you do. No, no, I certainly appreciate it, even yeah. though I don't think it's perfect by any yeah. stretch. Like I, it, it's it, it's a solid watch. It's a, I would, I'd probably watch it again. I don't sure. think it's on the tier of like uh, Hereditary or the the, the Witch or, or like Agreed. a lot of the modern horror that I hold in such high praise. Right. Um, but but it but it's but it's a solid movie. Yeah, it is a solid horror film. That is very modern as well. One last thing I want to shout out. Yeah, yeah. I keep saying that. No, that's okay. The score is incredible. <laughs> it it is really amazing. Fun. I loved the score. Yeah, I think it kind of further added to like, it, what time is this or what era is this movie based in at all? I don't know. I don't know. It was really fun though. It reminded me of like John Carpenter, like Halloween type Okay. Stuff. It, it was very, um, uh, what's the word? Uh What's the what's the genre that that '80s genre that a lot of people are bringing back? Buddy cop. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. The, the music genre. It, it doesn't matter. It, it's that. It's that. Uh, it's okay. Synthwave. Synthwave. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. I mean, we it came back in like a freaking gigantic way with um. What am I thinking of? Stranger uh, Things. Str- thank you, Stranger Things. Mm. And I think ever since then, we've been getting more and more of it. But this film is one that does it very well also. Very mm-hmm. well. But again, it, it, it adds to the, to the strangeness of, like, like you mentioned earlier, like the tech of the film, the style of the characters, the fashion, I should say, and the, you know, a lot of the tech seems of that era. But also, like you said, but then you have someone that has like a Blackberry or something like that. So it's like, what exactly is going on here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty know. crazy. I loved crazy. the movie. Right? No, I think it's cool. Uh, I mean, one thing I could say about, I mean, just to further analyze, I guess, on a superficial level, as far as the era of the film, it, part of me was wondering throughout it, like, oh, well, maybe they're just in like a, like, like you said, in Detroit. It's definitely not the most wealthy area of the world. I mean, you know, Michigan and all that. Parts yeah, it, yeah. Went right near it. You know, you have eight mile, like they talked about, very poverty and all that. And also just a more slower town in general. So therefore... Maybe they're not up on all the fashion and stuff like that. That was just a mm-hmm. justification I I needed to make for myself to help me understand the film more or to not worry mm-hmm. about it as much. That's just kind of where my mind went. Um, fuck, I forgot what else I was going to say about this movie. I'm sure that it'll come up later on or in another day. But even still, no, I think this movie was fine. It was really good. I appreciated watching it. I think for the most part, these actors are not well known at all. 
and yet they held their own very well. I think the lead actress was awesome. Yeah, I, I thought she was good. good. And I think those blank expressions that I mentioned are deliberate. Like, yes, I don't think it has anything be. to do with her acting abilities. It feels no. intentional. And so it's just, if you have an analytical brain like me, you'll absolutely love this movie. Can, can yeah. you hold on a second? Are you okay down there? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Peter is worried for keep, his wife. I just keep hearing like thumps every now and then. I'm like, what are you? What are you it's what following you, Peter. It's yeah, no right kidding. up the stairs for you. Jesus, all right. It got May Lee, and now it's getting you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By the way, I hope that is the case. But anyway, um, now, I mean, yeah, this film, while there were some things that I didn't quite appreciate, like I said, I have the little the small gripe about the about how well that scene looked when the creature is, the, the thing is attacking her, when, when her friends and her are at the beach or whatever. But at the mm-hmm. same time, for the most part, though, this movie was good. It gave me a great sense of anxiety. I can't stress that part enough. Like, she can't even go to a movie theater without fearing, like, it's over her shoulder the entire time. She yeah. can't hang out with her friends anymore because her friends are thinking she's crazy until eventually they're like, you know, until you get this one, quote, unquote, bad boy who's like, well, fuck it, you're hot, so I'm just going to go with it, go along with it, and just hang out with you. And I also then, found it kind of strange. Well, I'll let you finish your training. No, 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 first. no, that's good. Go ahead. Um. I also found it kind of strange that the dude she got it from was totally willing to sit through a movie when he knows this thing is out to get him. Right? Yeah, no, seriously, seriously. I mean, I guess he probably had to, to bite the bullet and go through it just so that way, you know, make a romantic evening about it just to make sure that I mean, he, he was still able to get it in, deal. even yeah. though he, he, they broke out early. That's true. Uh, that was that was another fun scene, like them waiting in line and all that. I, I will say, I mean, obviously, even with the blank expressions that she has on her face occasionally throughout the film, obviously she was directed to do so. So I think these small intricacies in the film are, you know, they have to be deliberate. To what end, I could not tell you. That's well, the I other thing that I found a little strange about, like, growing up and whatnot, is during the, when they're waiting in line and they're playing that game, the mm-hmm. the, the guy says, you know, because the game is you pick somebody in the crowd of who you would want to switch places with. And then the other character is supposed to guess three times who it was. Um, and he chose a kid because he has his whole life ahead of him. Yes. So again, there's just another like constant thread of just kids and, and growing up and, and becoming a, d- d- adults. Maybe like it, I don't know. So many questions. If you have an analytical mind, like, like I do this, you'll love this movie. Cause there's just so much to think about. Agreed. Agreed. On, on top of that, I mean, one last observation I'll make, which I think might accompany what you, what one of your questions are about the film is, or one of your curiosities anyway. Or it might drive um, you crazy because you don't really get any answers. Right? Yeah. Which, which, part which of the fun for me. Too. Yeah, it's part of the fun. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, again, I can't help but harken back to the whole STD situation that I feel like the film is trying to say, or at least lean on a little bit. Um, and just that that's why we don't see parents so much because, you know, the whole ad campaign of, Parents, talk to your kids about sex. Talk to them about sex health and stuff like that. And that's why mm-hmm. you don't see them as much. And they, these kids don't have guidance. They kind of are doing their own thing. And when parents aren't around, that's when trouble happens. That's when you have sex, probably you, too early than you should have. And that's when you don't get educated about STDs, so on and so forth, which is why it's spreading rapidly and why everyone is in this deadly situation, if you will. Again, I can't help but think that that's like the on-the-nose point that this film is trying to make but i'm sure there's more to it than that because there are plenty of shots like you've mentioned that don't that i feel like maybe don't equate to what i'm saying either though 
I think maybe she just realizes the, the main character that is that she made a mistake. She fucked up. She got used by the the first guy anyway. So I think maybe she just saw like a a, a loss of innocence in that, and to where mm-hmm. all of a sudden, like not only did she lose her innocence, but now she has this huge burden upon her as well for possibly the rest of her life. And now she the only way that she can feel better about herself and have some relief is if she gives it to someone else who gives it to someone else. That way she's not alone in this anymore. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That was just my interpretation loosely. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Because even even that last shot where the, the, the you know, our two, well, our one protagonist and then just the nerd she decides to hook up with, um, <laughs> they don't even, they don't look comfortable. They don't look happy. They don't look... Like they just, they still look exhausted just walking down the street, holding hands together. They like, it's just, well, I guess we're in this together and yeah, he, I, I, I like you, but me, you may not like me that much, at least in a romantic sort of way, but I'm all you got now, baby. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. That's kind yeah. of what it, I don't know. It just, which again, I don't know, just could, could kind of fit into your theme pretty nicely actually about like just teenagers ill-equipped to handle the, these situations it, it's a matter of fact now that i'm thinking about it the final scene where they fail their plan fails miserably in trying to electrocute it yes. like is also an example of just how ill-equipped teenagers or, or kids are are um are to deal with these types of situations very serious kind of situations that life presents you yeah yeah so <laughs> you, you might be onto is. something there actually maybe maybe yeah maybe mm-hmm. without pr- pr- proper parental guidance and vision and you know supervision mm-hmm. that that's when things go to shit and that's when your kids can get into ser- serious situations that they are not equipped or ready to handle i don't know that, that that's just my thought on it but yeah. again thought-provoking great. movie i think it's great movie it's a horror film and it, it, the best part about it it wasn't 100 percent horror either it just seemed like a really nicely made low budget indie film but you know a lot of the yeah. acting was i didn't good. like the ending at first i thought it was kind of yeah, but having I'm glad I watched it a second time because it kind of turned me around on it. Okay, I'm glad to hear that. So that said, what are we talking next week, Peter? I believe it's your choice. Um, shit. Uh, I will throw this out there to you unless you have something off the top of your head. Go on. We do have Mandalorian Season 2, Episode 1, airing October 30th, which is next Friday, as of recording this episode. How many? Do we know how many episodes it's going to be? Because then probably, we only have like a few days. Probably to eight like to cram ten. It in. What's that? We should probably do that the following week, I think. Okay. Whatever Just so want. we have more time to like cram it in. That only leaves us like a few days. Fair enough. Okay. We'll, be, we'll go back to our Mandalorian minutes. Oh, yeah. At the very um, least. Which end up longer than a minute. <laughs> famously. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> They're always longer than a minute. Um, <laughs> I don't know. In the spirit of Halloween, I guess I could choose Ooh. another horror. Go for it. Horror movie that maybe I've been wanting to see. Right. John will be able to, uh, to join us for the next episode as well. So that'll be good. But I can't think. I'll let you guys know on Twitter. I didn't really. I didn't realize it was my turn. I was not prepared for this. That's all right. At, all right. Well, then, like Peter said, at SD Geek Pod on Twitter and Instagram, l- keep up to date because we will be announcing what we're going to be talking about next week, whether it's a movie, what have you. But yes, the Halloween theme continues. Let's do it. That it does. All right. Nice. Well, I guess. I guess that's is, is that is that the show. I'm down. Hey, I got, I got to get going personally. Okay. Well, in 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 the in the in the wise words of of Rick Sanchez from Rick and Morty, I gotta go take a shit. <laughs> Enjoy so, that. There's that. Okay. We'll see you in the multiverse, guys. All right. Peace. Peace. Later. <laughs>